Hello everyone, and welcome to Gamers Report. Hello, hello. Welcome to Gamers Report. I am your host, Trevor DeSeno here, ready to hop right in. So for today, I kind of wanted to talk about um, kind of the state of FPS, first-person shooter games. Um, they've been, uh, you know, they've been pretty interesting lately. Uh, some big releases that came out that just really did not go well. Um, I'm going to start out here with uh, Halo Infinite. Um, to me, I mean, Halo is, uh, one of the games that really got me into gaming, kind of one of my childhood favorites, so it was pretty awesome, um, I was pretty excited for this release, um, there was a lot of hype build up, and boy, did they not deliver, um, now, obviously, you know, the, the game's been released, uh, for a bit now, and, um, I'm sure most of you are aware of the lack of content problems with that game, um, they promised, you know, so many armor cores, and it was just so unfinished. Now, um, they are headed in the right direction for Halo Infinite. Um, they're finally starting to put in, you know, the custom games, um, the Forge, the Forge mode. If you have not seen the Forge mode, they just released that, I want to say, a couple weeks ago. It is looking incredible. And um, I got in there a little bit. I got to mess around. I haven't had too much time with it, but it, it's like a good, um, it's like a good builder. It's um, you can really kind of uh, build like it's uh, like you're in Unreal Engine. If you've ever used something like that, um, it kind of it kind of moves the same a little bit. Um, it seems a little weird. I really, like I said, I really didn't get to play around too much with it. Um, but the things people are building. Uh, I've seen some Toy Story maps. I saw a Stranger Things kind of like infected style map. Um, you know, tons of the racing maps and stuff. But as time goes on, the what the community is going to be able to do with this tool is going to be incredible. Um, uh, so I'm very excited uh, for the future of that. That should be looking real good. Now, the only thing, though, is like it's just crazy to me that like the way this game came out. It came out so unfinished. Um, it had just, uh, you know, like I was talking about the missing Forge custom games, missing armor cores, tons of armor cores, tons of customization missing, tons of weapons missing, um, vehicles not there, uh, bugs, game modes not working, not many game modes, not many playlists. Like I said, they're really starting to amp it up. I think the community, now that they got the Forge out there, um, the community is going to be able to uh, kind of just take a hold of the game and take it to a new level. Um, but So I think that game's kind of due for a bit of a revival. If you haven't, I think you should download uh, download the update, re-download Halo, and start playing it again. Um, so that, that game, I think, it's got... Uh, they're really headed in the right direction. It's got a bright future, but man, the way they started. And then, um, I don't know, just... Uh, other FPS games, the way they've just been coming out, 
and um, almost failing at launch is just it's it's kind of sad. Um, you got Battlefield 2042, I believe that title was called, um, came out a lot of hype. People called it the COD killer, like usual. The you know um, it was gonna come take over, and that game released and. All the hype died after that. I personally didn't get to play this game that much. Um, <clears throat> I've played some of the other Battlefields. Um, it's fun, but uh, I don't know. This one just, you know, same thing. So much hype, uh, these FPS games, and they're just not delivering on release. Now, um, another game I wanted to talk about here, uh, Modern Warfare 2, that just dropped. Um and the game's not bad, actually. Uh, it You know, it got a lot of backlash at the beginning. Um, going back to the slower movement, which people, you know, it's pretty odd because everybody asked for slower movement, slower movement, slower movement. Finally get to that point, and there's, um, everybody complains. We, we get the slower movement in this game, and everybody's freaking out that uh, this is better for campers and, and all that jazz, and... You know, I personally just do not understand uh, the the hate and and like this is what everybody's been asking for. Everybody finally gets it, and everybody's you know all up in air about it. Uh, that's crazy to me. Um, and I, if you go back and you watch, okay, so if you go back and you watch um, old like like original Modern Warfare Two gameplay. Um, and then new Modern Warfare 2 gameplay, the movement is really, really similar. They're, they're, they're paced pretty closely, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize that, and, like, they're complaining and complaining, but it, it really is uh, that similar. They're, they're pretty spot on. Um, but in terms of, like, everything else compared to, like, Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare 2 to the new one, um, I feel like they kind of just were taking the name and... They just put the Modern Warfare 2 name to make revenue. You know what I mean? Besides, like, the movement, um, the old Modern Warfare 2 and the new one, there really, I feel like, is not too many similarities um, in some things. But I did like they brought back some of the uh, kill streaks, like the classic AC-130. Wish they had the classic voice line. <coughs> if, you, if you've heard it, it's uh, very unenthusiastic in this game. Um which isn't the best. They definitely could tune up some of those, but we could talk about, I mean, just the the sheer money grab of Modern Warfare Two and and these FPS games. I mean, this is the other reason Halo Infinite was um, failed so heavily too. Was it's just such a money grab, and these companies, it's just because like the big companies, the big AAA companies. The big corporates, the big higher-ups, they just don't care about um, community, quality of game life. They don't care about any of that stuff. And it's so, so painfully obvious, and something needs to change. Um, some some new, I think there's going to be recent, I think in a, some years coming up, I think a new FPS game might come out. Hopefully from, I'm thinking from like an indie company that could really... Uh, show support and love for the fans because these big AAA companies, all they care about is is money. I mean, they bumped Modern Warfare 2 up to $70 this year. Um, Got to give them some credit. They did do some good um, free stuff with uh, Warzone, DMZ, Raids. I'll get into my thoughts about some of those modes. Um, but 
I don't know. Like, they just uh, bumping the game up to 70 instead of 60 this year. And, and you could tell, like, some things just aren't totally polished. And it, it's annoying, you know. You, you're jumping up in price, and you're not delivering fully on the product. But, I mean, what do they care? Everybody's still going to buy it because they're COD, um, which is unfortunate. Uh, I think I'm really hoping kind of for some big companies to show more care. Um, and, like, when you, when you look at, like, the gunsmith and the, the weapon balancing that they brought into this game, the weapons are, um, or the, I'm sorry, the attachments for the weapons are just not good. Um, they're, it's almost like if you put, the attachments you put on a gun, it, it'll make him worse a lot of the times. Like, the attachments don't do a lot of good. A lot of guns are better with less attachments. Um, the tuning part's really cool, though, the way they added the tuning, um, the slider is like a little weird. You have to read the graph. You can't base it off the sliders. A lot of people are tuning their guns and just basing it looking at the slider, and you're not getting the most out of your weapon tuning. You have to look at the graph. It's kind of like when you move the slider three-fourths of the way in either direction, that's usually around your best um, threshold. That's usually like the best spot. Um, but So that's a little confusing, but like the, 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 guns, um, the, guns are, the guns are pretty good. Um, some interesting guns, but like the balancing is just all over the place. It feels like some guns are a lot better than others. Some some are pretty bad. Um, obviously, the the snipers um, are very overpowered right now with the or mostly the marksman rifles with the SPR. Um, it's it's hard to see stuff like that. Uh, but you know that's just that's just what it is. Um, but they you know Warzone right now. Um, they they came out with Warzone and it's uh, it's getting a lot of mixed reviews. It's it's all right, um, but I I kind of like what they're doing um, with the DMZ mode. I mean they're really just obviously straight up ripping off Escape from Tarkov, um, but it's it's a cool mode. The only thing is there's a lot of things um, that you don't get to do with the mode. Uh, so with the DMZ mode, you you go in and you'll collect all your money and and such. But you don't get to take any of your money out. The goal is, you know, you go in and you get your weapons and you have to extract and you get to keep the weapons if you can extract successfully. Um, but you don't get to keep money. You don't really get to keep much equipment. Um, I think there should be more things like calling cards maybe you can go and find, um, like some cosmetic things, some weapon skins. They do do some weapon blueprints, but it's only like one right now, like in each cycle. Um so it's it's kind of just low on content. It's um, the looting's a little weird. Uh, like you, the way you you just pick up random items for random money, and then if you don't do anything with that money in the game, it was completely useless. Looting everything. So they really need to look at kind of like that mode and rework some of the money, so the player can actually do something with the money. Um, you know. That game's they definitely gotta fix that a bit, but you know they're they're coming out with a lot of updates for this game. Um, so they put this COD on a two year cycle, so they'll have a lot of space for updates and things coming for the future. Um, so I I think they can definitely kind of tweak these modes, tweak these guns. So they'll have a lot of time to make this game better. Um, so I mean it, it's it's got a good future. It should be um it's fun. Uh, I'm excited for the competitive modes to come out a little bit. Uh that's really where my heart is. 
I love playing competitively. I love uh, challenging other people and really going at it. So I'm going to be looking forward for that. Now, talking about just the strict future of FPS games, like I was saying before, um, I, I think there's a big spotlight for another uh, FPS game to really come in and take some shine. Um, a game that's going to come out more polished than others, and um, that's going to show a lot... <clears throat> a game that's going to show a lot of community support. And that's really, you know, that's what's lacking. That's why a lot of these, these indie companies are really moving in the right direction. Um, indie games are... If you can be a part of an indie game and their community... I 100% recommend it. I mean, of course, you know, it's you'll find random people, um, but usually if you can be a part of a good, like, indie game community where the developers care and such, it's something that's really fun to be a part of, and they listen to your feedback, and they'll uh, get on stuff for you. Um, now, I'm hoping for the future. Um, what I'm kind of looking for for the FPS, because I was saying there's this big hole, this big hole. What needs to kind of fill it? So I'm thinking um, kind of like another Halo kind of game. I mean, like I said, the community's definitely going to carry it, but I think another um, kind of like, I feel like Halo-paced, um, something where you can really have a ton of fun with the sandbox. Um, and another thing that Halo does really well, or they've done really well in the past, is their vehicles. Um, vehicle play, you know, is a ton of fun. And it can be very unique to games. Um, it's kind of hard to balance them. It's hard to get them right because, you know, obviously with a vehicle, they can be very overpowered. So you got to be careful of health issues and damage and all, all that thing. So they're, they're hard to balance sometimes. But I think if you were to get a new FPS game that's pushing a lot of new ideas, I think it now or maybe in the coming years is a good time for that. I'm talking about when you make good vehicles, a good sandbox, good weapons, um, good movement. If you can pull all those things together, um, it could make you can make a, a really good game that could definitely take over. Um, so when talking about the uniqueness of a new FPS game, um, I want kind of like what I want and what I expect. Um, it's kind of like a... a the reason why I'm basing it kind of like off of Halo is because that is very, you know, the Halo story is pretty unique. Uh, lots of aliens, different kinds of aliens, things like that. Um, so I think if there was a new game, new FPS that came out with very good, you know, just interesting, unique lore. Not like some, you know, Call of Duty, wherein Iran, Al-Qaeda, I don't know. Uh, something like that, or like overseas, you know, killing Russians or whatever, some... Some shit like that. Who cares? Um, I want something more unique. And the reason why this is so good is because then you get to really play around with the art and the weapons. And you can just make whatever you want, pretty much. I mean, you you, you have the possibility to make, like, depending on, like, the world you make, really, you can make some really, really unique guns and vehicles and cosmetics to play around with, and I think that's what the FPS world needs. It needs something new like that, something new and unique that will be fresh, um, and I think people will 
really enjoy that and kind of get on that because we're right now in the FPS community, we're kind of just sticking on old titles that keep coming back a little bit. Um, that's kind of like the biggest ones. And uh, that's what I'm saying. We need something new, something unique, and something with a lot of community care. And if we can get that, um, I think it could it could really take over. And, um, and I, I also wonder what's next. I mean, the Battle Royale genre obviously has been huge. Um, but I, I think we're starting to slowly come away from Battle Royales. And it's making me wonder what's next. I mean, it seems like there's a, you know, tactical game, tactical games, uh, are up a lot. People love those. Um, so maybe, maybe some more tactical games, but I, that's, I was saying we should keep it like another kind of like Halo paced game, you know, kind of quick at times, but well, definitely fast paced at times, but you, you got a lot of health. Um, gunfights can take a little longer, um, things like that. I think uh, are a ton of fun, kind of like Overwatch 2. Um, Overwatch 2 is another game to talk about. So um, Overwatch 2, with that release, uh, they changed a lot of things, but they're doing pretty good. Um, but the way, it's it's just the money grab again. The way Overwatch 2 is handling the cosmetics, the way they used to have it. So they used to have, you know, you get a loot box um, after, you know, leveling up, and you level up playing however so many games, and then... You get that loot box and you open it in for your cosmetics. Pretty simple, um, but very fun. Uh, a lot of players loved it. Um, it just it just worked very well the way they had it set up. And now they come in and they do the battle pass, the infamous battle pass. Everyone's doing them now because it seems like the best way to make money for for these FPS games. And you know the the battle pass is is good. I mean, I feel like it's mostly just good for the companies. Um, in terms of, like, the player, you know, they're just trying to get money off of you, really. Um, trying to make you spend. I mean, it's not too bad, though. Actually, let me take that. Let me take that back. So, it's not only really good for companies. It is good for the players because it's making a lot of titles free to play, which I think is actually great. That is awesome. And when you have a battle pass that's only, like, 10 bucks. I think that's fine, but it gets annoying when you have to pay 10 bucks each battle pass. That does get annoying. It does add up, and then they got other deals that they're just tossing in your face all the time here and there, and, you know, it's it can be a lot sometimes. So, you know, the, the battle pass and the way that's all been working out is very weird, very new, taking gaming by storm, um, but it's, it's working out. Um, it's kind of working out. I mean, you know, like I said, it's, it's good for the companies, uh, a bit. They, you know, cause you, you build larger player bases and I, I think that's very important. Um, and making these games very accessible. That is another good thing for the battle pass. It does make games very, very accessible, um, for people because, you know, it makes them free, but, um, you gotta be careful with the battle pass too, because, you know, they can make them more like pay-to-win type of stuff. Like, if you get this free-to-play game, but you don't buy the Battle Pass, you might lose out on certain things. And then it's like, you know, it's it's kind of like pay-to-win a little bit. And you, you don't want that. You want to stray away from that. That ruins games. You hate pay-to-win. Everybody hates pay-to-win. I guess except for that one, except for the company. I mean, companies love pay-to-win because they get money. But, you know, as terms of uh, for everyone else, 
it's uh not really too good um so yeah the pay to win and also how overwatch um handled the battle pass they put one of their newest heroes um they put that hero at the end of the battle pass so you kind of have to you have to buy the battle pass i think to get to like unlock this new hero i think um or something so that's that's a bit ridiculous i i do not like that at all um and the, those are the things we need to stay away from. These are the kind of things I'm talking about where um, it's just these big corporations, big companies, and all they want is money, 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 money. And it's it's gross, and it's sad for the gaming community. And um, I think, you know, we as gamers, we need to band together more and um, have more talks about this stuff so we can uh, kind of push it more into notice and... Uh, I think we need to make sure games stay a little more affordable. I mean, they already sucked at 60 bucks. Now we have COD going up to 70 and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of other AAA uh, games that are going to follow that trend and start bumping up in price. Um, and not like they, they always do, you know, bundles anyway, so it's like 80 bucks for the game before it even comes out, and sometimes too. So it, it's really getting up there, and like, I feel like it's it's getting really expensive. Like I mean, to slow these down, you know, keep games accessible, keep them open, keep them for everyone. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's I feel like it's kind of like my overall thoughts on the FPS world right now. It's just you know, it's not looking hot. Um, big money grabs, uh, and there's just kind of a hole for I feel like a good community based game that could um, that could really take off and. I mean, like, I was talking about Halo Infinite with their Forge mode. I think they, uh, they're kind of front runners right now, I think, to kind of take over a little bit more. But, I mean, they, they died so bad because the way they started was just horrible. The way they started off was not good. So, you know, they just, they kind of died. They kind of killed themselves um, on launch. And now... We're just kind of hoping they've just been making it slowly better through updates. But I think this Forge update is very big. Um, and, like, it'll definitely keep a community and last for a while. Um, that's definitely going to be something big for them. But, I mean, what what's next after that? Um, I, don't, I don't really know. But uh, we're going to take a little uh, short break here. We're going to go into a news section. Um, but first, uh, you're going to get a quick sneak peek of Flames Eternal. If you have any comments about the show or host, please reach us on Twitter at GamersReport. Just want to give a little shout out here to Flames Eternal. It is a 2D uh, side-scroller game coming out around May or June of 2023. Uh, this game is a uh, little pixel, if you like pixel art, one of those games. Um, it should be a fun little side-scroller adventure. Uh, you're following the main character Flick, and it's called Flames Eternal. If you want to follow along, we are going to be releasing uh, behind-the-scenes stuff and keeping you updated on Twitter and TikTok, and that is going to be at Flames Eternal. Um, and when the game comes out, we are going to upload it on FlamesEternal.net. That is the site to go to to play the game. Um, and that's going to wrap it up for this section. If you have any comments about the show or host, 
please reach us on Twitter at GamersReport. Now I will uh, segue into a little bit of a news section here. I just wanted to go through, talk about some things that are happening. I mean, we just had the Game Awards uh, about a week ago. Um, so if you didn't tune into that, I was going to recap some of what happened. But it, overall, um, it went well, the Game Awards. Uh, went how they usually go. Uh, if you saw the clip of that kid who came in and he started... Uh, some kid, uh, if you don't know, if you haven't heard, some kid at the Game Awards, uh, some, I don't know, he was probably like 15 or something. He looked, he was small, he looked really young, but he walked in on the Game of the Year. So the Game of the Year this year was uh, Elden Ring, by the way. Um, no big surprise there. I kind of, I feel like a lot of people saw that coming. I, I for one, thought it should win, and it, and it did. Um, it was a very great game. Uh, but when they went up to the stage to go talk, um, they, you know, they they got their award. They went up to the stage. They went to go talk. And some kid just walked up with them and then just got on the mic and just started <laughs> spewing some bullshit. Shouted out, like, Bill Clinton or something. Uh, pretty funny. Funny little clip you could uh, go check out. Crazy. They just let him. I don't know. It was, like, no security. They just let him just walk up there and do that. Um, now that kid's kind of blowing up a little bit on the internet, uh, people are starting to look for him. Apparently that kid actually, fun little tangent, I guess, but that kid went and, um, he's been doing stuff like this before. I think he did it at like a soccer game or something. And he did it at like another, like a couple other award shows where he just went up and he just start takes the mic and just starts talking. Um, so I don't know. I guess that kid's going to be looking to do that again. Uh, venues are going to have to start getting his picture and uh, watching out for him. But, yeah, so I wanted to go over kind of like my thoughts on the Game Awards. Um, there's a lot, you know, they showed a lot of good games coming. Um, like Diablo 4 got a huge, nice trailer. Um, that's looking like it's coming out in 2023. Um, there's a lot of good ones here. Uh, Death Stranding 2. That game looked really good. Uh, the first one was pretty awesome. I never got to play it personally, but I've heard a lot of good things. And this one I think I might get. It's looking late 2023 to 2024, though. Um, Dune Awakening, uh, that game, it's going to be an open-world survival MMO. Um, and that game looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice trailer. Looking like 2024, though, so we got some time to wait on that. Um, a lot of news to come out on that game, but that game was looking promising. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Suicide Squad, Killer Justice League. That game looked like it'd be a, a fun game. Uh, next next game coming in the back of, uh, in the Batman Arkham series. Um, you know, action adventure, definitely exciting gameplay. That's coming out uh, May 26, twenty twenty three. It's coming out on all platforms. So that's going to be a little bit earlier in the year. That'll be good. Um, Hades 2, that game's coming out. Hades is getting a sequel. Uh, early 2023, it's saying. Uh, nice, fun dungeon crawler to grab. Uh, what else we got here? Um, Judas, that game. So that's a new game from uh, Ghost Story Games. Um, it is one of the... Uh, Ghost Story Games, you don't know, one of the main designers of, like, Bioshock and, like, other popular games uh, kind of work for them, and they all helped. Uh, the main guy who kind of, like, created the Bioshock story was working on this Judas story, so it should be very intriguing. Um, definitely a good game to look forward to, uh, for sure. 
Um, Earthblade was a was a cool one. Um, an indie game. It looked like that was coming out. That's uh, looked like it had some very nice um, pixel art. So if you like pixel art, that's your style. It's like a two D side scroller. Um, looked like a really riveting world to explore. Looked like a ton of fun and just. Um, it's set to come out in 2024, but the pixel art looked good. Definitely something to keep an eye on for the future. Um, Horizon Burning Shores. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that, but that one, another game in the Horizon series. Um, you know, it's going to be PS5 only, though. It's coming out in April 2023. Um, <clears throat> but those games all <clears throat> come out, and they're very good games, <clears throat> very well-constructed. So that's definitely, if you got a PS5, that's a game to look for, for sure. Um, but going on to some of, like, the winners, I mean, talked about Game of the Year, God of War, or, my bad, not God of War, Game of the Year, Elden Ring, um, but God of War took a lot of trophies home, too. They got Best Performance, they got Kratos, uh, that's Christopher Judge who did that. Um, we got Best Music, also God of War, Best Audio Design, also God of War, uh, best narrative as well, God of War. Innovation and accessibility, God of War. I mean, they took a bunch. And then Elden Ring took best game direction, um, best art direction, and game of the year. Uh, kind of interesting, you see, a little bit, because like uh, God of War won, I guess, like more awards overall. But when you have, you know, best game direction and, and best art direction, those are those are big awards. Um and Elden Ring, I mean, I think it was deserving, though, overall. It was just a very, very good game put together. Um, best debut indie was Stray. Not really a big surprise there. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of like uh, most of them. Um, most antip- anticipated game was Legend of Zelda. Saw that one coming, too. Nothing. I feel like there wasn't really too many big surprises. I feel like a lot of things fell in um, together. But overall, it was... It was a good, uh, good showing, uh, for the game awards, and uh, a lot of a lot of fun, interesting things to come too for the future of games. Some good things coming. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that might wrap up uh, today. Um, this was your host Trevor Deceno for Gamers Report, and I am signing out. Thank you for listening. You can catch us again next Friday for the next episode. If you have any questions or comments about the show, post, games, opinions, or anything at all, let us know on Twitter, at GamersReport.